Welcome to episode 355 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you want to burn fat, gain energy, and enhance your health by changing when you eat, not what you eat, with no calorie counting, then this show is for you. I'm Melanie Avalon, biohacker, author of What, When, Wine, and creator of the supplement line Avalon X. And I'm here with my co-host, Vanessa Spina, sports nutrition specialist, author of Keto Essentials, and creator of the Tone Breath Ketone Analyzer and Tone Lux Red Light Therapy Panels. For more on us, check out ifpodcast.com, melanieavalon.com, and ketogenicgirl.com. Please remember, the thoughts and opinions on this show do not constitute medical advice or treatment. To be featured on the show, email us your questions to questions at ifpodcast.com. We would love to hear from you. So pour yourself a mug of black coffee, a cup of tea, or even a glass of wine if it's that time and get ready for the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Hi friends, I'm about to tell you how to get my favorite electrolytes for free plus special announcement, Element's new chocolate medley is here. So when you think electrolytes, you might think summer and hot times and needing to stay hydrated. But did you know that hydration is actually super important in cold weather as well? There's an idea out there that cold weather reduces our hydration needs. That's not true. So in the cold, two main things can actually increase our metabolic rate. You may be working harder, tramping through the snow, and you can be wearing cumbersome winter clothing that can actually raise your energy needs by 10 to 20%. And as your metabolic rate raises, your sweat rate raises, and you need to replace those fluids with electrolytes. You also lose more water when it's cold through your breath. That's because cold temperatures contain significantly less water than hot temperatures, aka it's drier outside. When you breathe in that cold, dry air, your respiratory system actually acts like a humidifier so that your body can be warm and humid like it likes to be. Of course, that drains your hydration reserves as well. One study actually found that respiratory water loss after a full day of activity nearly doubled at freezing temperatures compared to the 70s. On top of that, when you're cold, you actually become less thirsty, possibly from blood vessel constrictions in the cold, which can trick the body into thinking the blood volume is higher than it is. In other words, it's cold out there. You probably need hydration and electrolytes are so key for all of these cellular processes in your body, all of your energy production. It all requires electrolytes, but it can be hard to find electrolytes, which are clean without unnecessary fillers and which you can feel good about drinking. That's why I love Element. There's a reason I'm obsessed with it. There's a reason all you guys are as well. And like I said, I'm so excited because Element's new chocolate medley is here featuring chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. And this is a limited time, so you definitely want to stock up on these now. Plus, you can get a free gift with purchase when you purchase that chocolate medley or other Element electrolytes. That's right, you can get a free sample pack, eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. You can get yours at drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. That's drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast. By the way, those chocolates in that chocolate medley make delicious hot chocolates. And of course, as always, Element has a no questions asked refund, so you have nothing to lose. So go to drinklmnt.com slash ifpodcast to get your free electrolytes. One more thing before we jump in. Did you know that common ingredients found in skincare and makeup products can actually disrupt your endocrine system? These endocrine disruptors are a silent threat that can have significant impact on your health, including something that is very important to me, fertility. Your skin is your body's largest organ and what you put on it matters. Endocrine disruptors are chemicals that interfere with the natural hormonal communication in the body. It also matters during pregnancy. And that's one of the reasons I pay close attention to what I put on my skin while being pregnant. Studies have shown that exposure to endocrine disruptors can affect both male and female fertility. For women, these disruptors can lead to irregular menstrual cycles, ovulation issues, and even polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. In men, they can reduce sperm quality and quantity, making it even more challenging to conceive. But it's not just about fertility. When it comes to fat loss, one of the reasons 
reasons that endocrine disruptors can get in the way of fat loss is because a lot of our toxins are actually stored in our fat. It's a way that our bodies protect us from those toxins. These toxic compounds can even work synergistically, amplifying their harmful effects and making it that much harder to shed unwanted body fat. All of these reasons are why I am obsessed with a company called Beauty Counter. The founder actually started the company when she learned about the potential dangers of toxic chemicals and their link to health issues, specifically miscarriages and infertility. While pregnant, I make sure to only use Beauty Counter products. It's one of the only makeup lines that is officially recommended from the Environmental Working Group. What really sets Beauty Counter apart is their unwavering commitment to protecting us, the consumers, from the hidden dangers that lurk in conventional beauty products. Beauty Counter goes above and beyond, rigorously screening every single ingredient that goes into their products, ensuring that they are safe, clean, and free from harmful toxins. They're not just a beauty brand, they're a movement for change, advocating for stronger regulations in the beauty industry. With Beauty Counter, I know that I can trust that the skincare and makeup that I use are not only effective, but also safe for me and my family. They have skincare lines for every skin type, as well as so many other incredible products. I absolutely love their overnight resurfacing peel. It's my favorite way to get anti-aging benefits in a skincare product. The makeup is absolutely amazing. I have tried alternative beauty products in the past and none of them truly performed. But with Beauty Counter, the foundation is so amazing. It makes me feel like my skin can breathe and it looks so dewy and beautiful. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. New customers can use the code CLEANFORALL20 for 20% off their first order. Beautycounter.com slash Vanessa Spina. All right, friends, now back to the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome. This is episode number 355 of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon, and I'm here with Vanessa Spina. Hi, everyone. Vanessa, I have two things I want to talk to you about. Okay. One is a story about pharmacies and compounding pharmacies and taking agency with your health. And the other one is about birthdays. Which one should we do? Birthdays? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because my birthday is approaching. By the time this comes out, it will be way in the past. But I'm super curious, when you have like your birthday or or you're celebrating anything in general, and we might have talked about this on the show before. I don't think we have. Do you eat something celebratory that you wouldn't normally eat? Because food is like such a big part of this show. So I definitely do. But I these days I don't go that crazy for me. Like if I have it all my way, Pete and I will go to one of our favorite restaurants that's like, you know, elevated dining. And I'll have an amazing steak. Like that's like what I want usually. So there's a couple places that in the city that we really love. And that's usually what we do for my birthday. And one is like a French bistro and they have this incredible aged steaks that are absolutely amazing. There's another one that's like right on the river and it, it's like super romantic and, and beautiful. And it's, yeah, like we will splurge a little bit on those nights, but the food that I want is usually like an amazing steak. (laughs) Even though we have amazing steak at home too, it's just, you know, restaurants will have like amazing sauces with it and stuff like that. But I don't really do anything like sweet. Like I don't really get excited about anything like that. Oh my goodness. I have so many thoughts. Okay. One, (laughs) elevated dining. That is such an interesting phrase. I've never heard it called that before. I don't know where that came from. I just, oh, you just made that up. Yeah, I was just like, it's an elevated dining. Story. I was like, what is it? White tablecloth? Like fine dining? Yeah, but like we'll go to a place that has like, yeah, fine dining. And, you know, they'll have like an amazing tenderloin with like a hollandaise sauce or something. Like that's my treat. And similar with like the other place that we like to go. Or I'll have like an amazing truffle sauce or something like that. That's like really like a big in- indulgence, I guess. Okay, this is a complete tangent. I was just thinking, I'm so sorry. I'm, I was just thinking about you in Prague and these restaurants and how I want to go with you. Is Taylor Swift going on the Eras tour to Prague? I don't know, but that would be amazing. Okay, because 
listen, if I go to Austin to record with Dave and then London for Thanksgiving and I get these travel skills, and if I maintain these travel skills, maybe I'll come to Prague if Taylor is going to Prague. Yeah, that would be incredible. So is she doing an international tour now? Yes. Yes. I was actually just talking last night with Rebecca Rudish, who I've had on the show, the founder of Yummers, who, side note, plug, I adore Yummers. If listeners want delicious pet food toppers for their dogs and cats, cannot recommend it enough. Listeners can get 20% off, which is awesome, at yummerspets.com slash ifpodcast with the coupon code ifpodcast. I don't know if this will still be running, but they did have a special as well to get free dog food. Side note, she's a dear friend of mine. My birthday is approaching. I just said that, which is why which is why I'm talking about the birthdays. But we were talking about stuff to do, and she was like, we should go see Taylor somewhere internationally. So maybe I'll just like blend this all together into some magical adventure. Okay, and we're back. So Prague Steaks. What's your indulgence? Birthday treat. I just love the food that I normally eat, but I love going, like you said, I love going to a really nice restaurant. I'm such a, I love like fine dining restaurant experiences or like thematic restaurants. I just, I'm all about it. I love it. So kind of similar to you, I I love going and I love getting like a multi-course entree with multiple meat manifestations, meat and fish. That's the most exciting part. I'm like, I don't really care about the dessert to be honest. Like I just want all the meats. Bonus points if you can get a different type of meat in multiple courses, like major bonus points. So if I can get like a shrimp cocktail, carpaccio, sashimi, a steak, and then maybe get one of the appetizers that I didn't have for dessert. And I talk about this all the time, but I literally have gotten entrees as my dessert, which side note, Barry Conrad, who I've also who we've also had on this show, who lives in Australia, we were talking. Did you know that oh wait, actually maybe in Prague, what is an entree? Oh, but it's a different language. Like there's appetizer and then entree is the main meal. Yeah. So that's the way it is in the US. Apparently in Australia and other places, the entree is the appetizer. I know. I've heard this before and it, it's that's what it means in French. You know, it's like the first dish, but yeah, I find it really confusing. Entree to me is like the main dish. <laughs> But yeah, I also love like a big treat. Like I'm the same if I get like a surf and turf. So like steak with like a side of shrimp or I'll order, you know, a lot of steakhouses, they'll have like sides and extras and things. We're definitely on the same page (laughs) with that. It's fun to get dressed up, you know, get a little glam on and, you know, go to your favorite restaurant. That's actually what we did for my most recent birthday. We went to our favorite restaurant on the water. And I had like the best ever. I had a tartare for api with like a truffle mousse and then a tenderloin with like an amazing hollandaise and, you know, had some, some greens with it or something. And it was like, it was incredible. I was just so satisfied. Sometimes I'll get like a cheese, like a cheese plate or something like that. If I really want dessert, but most of the time, I'm fine. And then if I we get home and I still like want something, I'll make like some kind of yogurt, something like that. And I'm just happy <laughs> with, with that. That's so great. I'm normally torn between like fish and steak. So that's why I really like getting two entrees. Yeah. And if also if like sometimes you can get two and like share, it's fun too. But yeah, I'm I'm all about it. The steak and the seafood too. It's so good. I used to like, cause I do, it just speaks to me like birthday cake. It really does like that. It's just something it, it's overwhelmingly lights up my dopamine centers. Like the concept of, you know, and listeners know this like funfetti cake or birthday cake. So I used to get like keto versions online and sort of make like these sugar-free versions, which honestly taste amazing to me and taste very similar because I haven't had real sugar in eons. But it's just too much of a slippery slippery slope for me. I think some people are moderationists and some people are like extremists, and I'm an extremist, and I would just rather not have that than have a little bit. Yeah, same. 
I find it is a little bit different now. So when I make Luca's birthday cake, you know, I make it with like all the, you know, sugar-free icing and the sugar-free sprinkles and all that. And I'll have a piece. And usually like when it's, it's, I know it's like, we still have it. I'm aware of it. Like I'm aware that there's like cake in the fridge. <laughs> like not a feeling I normally have. And then, you know, I'll usually like just basically I'll have like a piece maybe the next day and then I'll just like cut it off because I don't want to like keep having it every night. It's like it should be that for that special occasion. And it's the same I noticed like when I we were in the U.S. when I was pregnant with Luca, I tried out some of those keto ice creams because I'd never tried them. And I was like aware that they were in the fridge. Like when I walked by the kitchen, like it was like, they were like, hello, like we're, <laughs> we're in there. And I was like, why am I aware of this? Like, I don't have that feeling normally. And I way prefer to just not like, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to waste mental energy thinking about something or being like, oh, I'm going to have that later. Like, I just don't like that feeling. I prefer to just not have it at all <laughs> and just like enjoy a tea after dinner or something like that. That just works for me now. And yeah. I'm an obsceneer for sure. I've read about that. It's a very real psychological thing. So like if your brain, I totally read about it. So if your brain knows the potential of this thing that it wants is there, it doesn't forget. It like keeps it very present until it's no longer an option. It talks to you like, hello. <laughs> I mean, linear. So that's why it can be so important, especially if people are starting like intermittent fasting, for example, and they think they're going to be tempted by certain things to get it out of the house. Like it doesn't matter if it's like closed and in the pantry, like it needs to not be accessible because it's not about you and your willpower so much as what I just said, that your brain, as long as it's there, your brain's going to be wanting it. And then once it's gone, it won't. Yes. And it's, it's going to drain your willpower. I remember reading about that too with like if you work in an office and someone has like a bowl of M&Ms or whatever your fa- for me it would be like hard candy if someone had like a bowl of hard candy or something at the front like that you suck on like do you remember like nerds or rents or things like that like I love those like the fruit shaped ones if someone had a bowl of that or if I had what was your favorite runt oh I love the red ones and the banana yeah <laughs> the banana was magical And nerds, I loved also, like, if I had to walk by a bowl of that, like an open, accessible bowl of that every day, it would drain so much of my willpower. But, like, I haven't thought about rents in, like, five years, you know, (laughs) because, like, they're just not in my environment. Like, And it's, it's, it's such a good point you bring up, like, just having it there. It's draining and it, it does take up your willpower. And it, it does take up mental energy that you could use for more productive things, I, I think. Laffy Taffy. Did you ever have Laffy Taffy? Oh, I remember it though. So good. They had this version called Tanky Taffy and it was like the, it was like a massive version of the Laffy Taffy, but they had this watermelon one with like watermelon seeds. Oh my God. It was so good. Comment though about the fasting. So I think a, a way that fasting is sort of a hack on this, I still think get the stuff out of the house. What's so amazing with willpower and fasting is that when you, you get this window and then you no longer have this debate with yourself about to eat or not to eat. Because like, if you're not doing intermittent fasting and you're dieting, it's like, do I eat this? Do I not eat this? Do I eat some more? Do I not eat some more? Like, It's like that constantly, which is exhausting. But with fasting, it's like, okay, not my window. So then you don't have to like think about it. Yeah. I call it the noise. Like it's just this like, like sort of in the background noise or this like, you know, distraction that's there. And and when you cut it out, it's like a laser. Like you can just focus so much more on what you want to focus on and just take that out of the equation. And I think that's probably the biggest thing for me with, with intermittent fasting is just having that, like having that framework that it just like, I don't know. I think maybe some people thrive on it more than others. <laughs> you know, some people, if you're not an abstainer, if you're a moderator, then I wonder, it would be really interesting to see if abstainers gravitate more to intermittent fasting. I would bet that they do, whereas moderators, you know, don't gravitate as much to this kind of lifestyle. That's so, yeah, I bet. And also a bit of encouragement 
I think a lot of people will use the clear out the kitchen thing as like the, oh, this is the last time to like eat all the things. I think it can be a spiral where people think they need to like get rid of all the things and eat all of the things. There's like this idea, especially like, and I think we will have recently had Glenn Livingston on the, oh, oh, so next episode, perfect timing. Next episode should be with Glenn Livingston. He wrote the book, Never Binge Again, which it's not just about binging. It's really about anybody who's struggling with what he calls like the inner pig, which is like this voice that like wants the things. He's amazing for dealing with the psychology of dealing with your food cravings and choices and such. But one of the things he does talk about is like all the excuses that this this pig voice in your head will make about eating and like how one of them is like, oh, this is like the last time, you know, like I'll just eat all these and this will be like the last time when really it's it's not. That's just like a lie. Like it just like, it just lies to you, this voice. So don't listen to it. His solution is basically don't argue. So like when you have this voice in your head, that's like, you know, wanting you to to break your diet rules that you came up with. And I don't want to be, make this sound like overly restrictive or, or disordered or anything like that. But but basically you have a healthy plan that you've set out to do, a diet, fasting, whatever it may be. And if you're struggling with this voice in your head that is trying to get you to not engage in that pattern that you believe will be healthy for you and that you would like to do, his solution is you don't argue with it. You don't debate with it. You just like, don't listen to it. It sounds really simple, but it can be life-changing. Basically, like, you you isolate it as, like, the pig voice, and you just don't listen to it. So check out next week's episode. I think it'll be very helpful for people. Okay, yes, next time we talk, I will tell you my crazy story about the compounding pharmacy. Okay, sounds good. It's crazy. People, have you, just as a teaser, how do I say this? Like, how do I say this? Have you ever had an experience where you are smart and intelligent and have information and know what you're doing and you're just being completely talked down to by somebody who believes they're in a power of position? Mm -hmm. (laughs) This happened to me with a compounding pharmacy and it's a crazy story. So teaser. Hi, friends. I'm about to tell you how to get up to 39% off or $300 off one of my favorite air purifiers ever. That's right, up to 39% off or up to $300 off. Keep listening. So as you guys know, I am obsessed with clean air. It has such a profound effect on my health, my experience of the world. I notice a huge difference when I'm in clean air versus not. And I keep the air in my apartment so clean. When the apartment maintenance people came to check the air ducts in all of the apartments, they said to me that my apartment had the cleanest air of any apartment in the entire complex. And these are people who are literally checking the air in the apartments. You guys know I am all about cleaning up our exposure to toxins and our air is one of the main ways that we are exposed to those every single day. Think about it. You are literally living in the air 24-7. And Americans today spend 90% of our time indoors. And according to the EPA, did you know that indoor air can actually be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air? We're talking about the off-gassing chemicals that come from your furniture, from all of the products that we have, from the plastics, our cleaning products, VOCs. Whenever you're cooking, you can release toxins and then don't even get me started on viruses and mold. I personally in the past lived in an apartment with mold exposure and it wrecked my health. It really was the catalyst and what I like to refer to as the black hole part of my life that I had from living in mold. That was before I was using air purifiers. I am thrilled that this podcast is sponsored in part by Air Doctor. I already had an Air Doctor unit before we partnered with them. So when they reached out, I was an immediate yes. I was like, please let me share this with my audience. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Oh, do not get me started on the pet dander. I am so allergic to that. In fact, every time I go over to my parents' house, they have lots of pets, and I'm just like, can I please get you some air purifiers? So if you would like all of that out of your air, you need an air doctor. 
What I love about Air Doctor's mission is they actually have a mission to make pure, clean air affordable and accessible to everyone because I know air purifiers can be expensive, so they wanted to change that, make it accessible, and make units that could fit everybody for the exact type of unit that they need for their lifestyle. The units are powerful enough to circulate the air in a 630 square foot plus room four times per hour and have multiple filters. They have an ultra HEPA filter as well as a carbon gas and trap VOC filter. And what I love is they look very stylish and they are so quiet. So friends, I have had a lot of air purifiers in my life. Air Doctor is the only one that I run while podcasting. So yes, those WhisperJet fans are 30% quieter than the fans in ordinary air purifiers. So especially moms, if you have kids and you want to protect their health, you want them breathing clean air and they will be able to sleep because these machines are so quiet. What's also super cool is their auto mode sensor. The Air Doctor auto mode really works. Whenever I'm cooking in my kitchen, if I cook some meat on a grill, it immediately springs into action and then I can hear it because then it goes into high mode. It's very, very impressive. Every time it happens, I'm like, oh, it really does know. And Air Doctor has an incredible, fantastic, amazing offer for our audience. It's time to get peace of mind with Air Doctor. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, you can just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code IFPODCAST, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. That's right. You can lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code IFPODCAST. One last time, that's up to 39% off or up to $300 off if you go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code IFPODCAST. And we'll put all this information in the show notes. Okay, anything from you before we jump into questions? Can I share something I'm really excited about? Oh, yes, please do. It has to do with red light therapy (laughs) and something new that I'm launching, but I just, I'm so, I'm just buzzing about it because I've been working on it all week. So, you know, I use the red light therapy panels. I'm starting to embrace the cold more because it helps activate more brown fat, generate more brown fat. And I also am using my red light therapy panels more these days because it's getting colder outside and I'm not outside all day. Before I was getting red light at sunrise and all throughout the day and then in the evening, I'm not anymore because the seasons are changing. So I brought out all my red light therapy panels. They're all in the bathroom and around the house because my husband and I both use them. But one thing that I was noticing is I wasn't doing my face protocol or my face treatment as much. And it's because I'm usually with Luca and that's my two-year-old toddler. And he, you know, he doesn't want me to be like holding this red light therapy panel in front of my face. He wants me to play with him and play with his choo-choo train or make, you know, Play-Doh butterflies or whatever we're doing. So I realized that I should use the red light therapy masks because I a year ago I customized a couple of them because I was gonna launch them as a product. So I just been so busy with other stuff that I kind of like left them on the shelf. So I started, you know, I pulled them out. I started wearing them like, this is amazing. I can get a full red light therapy session on my face while I'm still playing with Luca. Like he doesn't care that I have a mask on and he actually likes it. He likes like playing with the remote and changing the colors on me, but I can get a full session in and I have my hands free and You know, when usually you're doing a face treatment, your eyes are closed because you're not going to like stare into these powerful lights unless you're specifically doing that for like an eye treatment. Usually your eyes are closed and you can't really do much, right? But with the mask, like you've got your hands free, you can see things, you can like watch things, you can read things, you can just interact normally. So it's like the ultimate (laughs) multitasking. So then I posted about it as a kind of a joke for Halloween and I was like, this is my Halloween mask. And so many people in my community and like listeners of the podcast were like, this is amazing. I want one. Like, can I order one? It's like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. So I've been having so much fun creating the new mask. So I've created the new Tone Lux Crystal Red Light Therapy Mask. And it is amazing. And it's so easy to use. You just like 
put it on, strap it on your face, and then you can set the program on the the remote to, there's all kinds of different programs, but set it on and just relax. Like you can, if you don't have a toddler that you're (laughs) playing with, you can lay in bed and relax. You can read a book, you know, you can watch a show, you can listen to podcasts and you know, it's, it's just the ultimate multitasking. So I'm super excited about it and it's an amazing product. And I've just been having so much fun doing like the box design, working on the box design, the manual and customizing like the bag. There's like a travel bag with it that, that goes with it and, and all this stuff. So I just been buzzing because as we've talked about so many times before, like this is the most fun part of like creating products is like actually creating the designs and the the customization. And also just because so many people are excited about the masks, I think they will be a really fun like Christmas gift and just something awesome that people can use. And there, there's just so much interest in the masks. It's really, really exciting. So that's my, my latest update. A while ago, the closest thing I've been using to this was Saluma. Do you know that brand? I don't know. They make a, it's basically like a dome. And when you're laying down, you set it over your head. So you can't be moving around with it like this. I would go in the infrared sauna and I would lay down and I would put it over my head and it it would do red light. And it also had near infrared and blue light as well for acne, which you said he changes the colors on it. So is it red light and other lights as well on yours? So it's got four wavelengths in it and it has like these programs. So you can have it go between like the main light. So it's it's got like a 630 nanometer red light. It's got a 590 nanometer. It's actually orange light, but it's kind of in the red light family. And then it has two 830 and 850 nanometer for near infrared. And so you it, it has these programs where it'll do like five minutes of each, or you can just create your own program or, you know, set it to how you want, or you could just have it be on red light the whole time or in a combination and you can set the time and, and all of that. But yeah, it's, those are the main wavelengths in it. Yeah. Because I've been, like I said, I was using that Sluma one and I've been wanting to get something like that for when I was laying down in the sauna. But the issue with that, what I liked about it was it wasn't actually touching your skin so does this actually touch your skin or does it? Yeah, it goes on your face. Like it goes, it's like any other mask, but it's made of silicone. So it's quite comfortable. Oh, cool. I love that you can see and you can breathe through it and looking at the pictures and see through it. This is so cool. Yeah. I was testing another one, which was like, they call it the Iron Man mask and it's a full, like it's gold and it's a full mask. And at first I thought that I was going to like that one more, but when I had it on, I just felt like I couldn't breathe. Like I couldn't, it just didn't feel good. Whereas this one, the silicone one is like so light and easy to wear that, you know, you can put it on and you can still like breathe normally. You can still see normally, you know, and it's got to be comfortable if you're going to, you know, do it. And you, you only have to do it three, four times a week like 10 minutes, or you can do longer ones if you want, like 15 to 25. But I'm just so excited that I can get back on track with my red light therapy sessions because it's so amazing for boosting collagen and elastin factors and just improving, you know, overall skin health. And I just like had kind of stopped because it was too hard, you know, to do it with Luca. And then for a while I would like wait until he would go to bed and then I would do it like at night. And that's, not optimal either. So yeah, it's, it's just, you know, great to have your hands free and your eyes free and (laughs) still be able to do other things. This is so cool. So how does it attach behind you? It's got actually three straps. So each strap is like on each side and then it attaches in the back. And then there's another one on the top, which goes and attaches to those two. So it's, it's quite secure and yeah, it's just like Velcro straps. And you designed this? Yeah, I mean the like the the one that the one that is on my Instagram that I think you're looking at is actually not the one that we are doing, but it's a newer model. That was like an older model that I had that I was just like testing out, and then I was like, okay, I want to go with this. But it's a newer model that features the infrared as well, which is what I was kind of waiting for. Yeah, it's it's 
yeah, it really, I'm so excited about it. Is it on the website now? Yes. Yeah. If you go to Ketogenic Girl, I just was setting that up today. Yeah. And we're still working on the design as, as of today. I might do a fuller like print on the face and everything. This is so cool. Congratulations. Yeah, this would be an amazing. Oh, thanks for letting me share about it. Of course, this would be an amazing gift for people. People don't talk about the orange light. Yeah, it's interesting. I've so my my sapphire panel which has four wavelengths of light also one of the wavelengths is also orange and it has some other benefits like for the skin. I think it it complements the red and you know some of the masks that they have they have like every wavelength like they've got all the colors because apparently they do different things but not all of them are things I think that people would be interested in like some of them are like skin whitening I'm like I'm it's not something that I'm like interested in but what light does that I think it's cyan oh interesting yeah, so the all the wavelengths have different, you know, properties to them. But, you know, red light therapy obviously has like all the really like docu- well documented benefits. So I I don't think there's as much research behind the other ones, but yeah, there are some masks you can get that have like all kinds of different colors in them. Yeah, like I said, the one I was using did the red near infrared and then the blue for the acne, which I I could see that being the blue being really helpful for people if they have acne. Yes. That's the cyan. Yeah. Wow. Well, super cool. So what's the link for people to get this? Oh yeah. They can check it out at ketogenicgirl.com if they just navigate to the website and then look up the the tone lux red light therapy. There's basically just two things on the website. That's the, you know, the tone breath ketone meters and the tone red light therapy. So yeah, it's right under there if you want to check it out there. Awesome. Yeah, that would make a great gift for people. Although by the time this comes out, it will be past the holidays, but always giving gifts to people. So <laughs> do you, Um, that's a question, do you, for like Christmas and things like that, do you get presents throughout the year or do you wait until right before? Christmas shopping, I usually do, like I probably should start <laughs> now, but I usually do it around Christmas time. What about you? I'm pretty intense. I'm like looking all year. I'm like gift giving is my love language, so I'm really intense about it. And I gotta, I gotta fact check this. My mom, I think, said this year that we're quote not doing presents or something. I was like, wait, what? I understand not wanting to feel the need to like have to spend a lot of money on people, but I really express love through giving gifts. So even if we're not doing gifts. My brother is also gifts, his love language. Ever since we were a kid, he would like, he would get so excited about Christmas gifts and he still does, you know. Like giving them? Giving them, receiving them. It's like, it's definitely his love language. And it's, yeah, it's really cute how excited he gets about it. So it's like, you know, you have to get Matt like something really thoughtful because it's his love language. Like you really want him to feel loved. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's so cute. Well, what's funny is it's my giving, but it's not my receiving. So words of affirmation. Yeah. Lights me up. How about you? Do you know yours? Yes. So mine are words of affirmation and affection. Receiving or for both? I think giving is affection and then words of affirmation and receiving Affection, physical touch, you mean? Yes. And receiving is words of affirmation and then physical touch. That when my husband and I were dating, we realized we had really different ones. Oh, what are his? So we both have affection as like a main one, but his number one way of showing love is acts of service. And for me, it wasn't even like on my radar (laughs) We had to learn each other's, you know, because obviously like the first couple of years you're together, you're just like on this dopamine high and like everything is amazing and you feel loved and you, you know, shower each other with so much like of everything, affection, words, like all that stuff. But it took me a long time to realize that he was like doing things for me to sh- like he would like carry my suitcase for me. And that was like his way of sh- 
showing me. He's like taking care of me, protecting me, loving me. But I didn't feel love through it for a long time. And we had to learn each other's, you know, so I had to learn how to show him love through acts of service, which was like not in my vocabulary. <laughs> so it's really cool when you you understand each other's and and you kind of have to learn them. And he's had to learn to be more expressive with words of affirmation because it's not one on his radar. So yeah, I have to kind of learn, you know, how you both are wired to make sure the other person feels loved all the time. I think it's so important. If it should be like mandatory, like, cause there are so many different like quizzes out there and like profiles and like compatibility reports, but this one is like pretty, I don't know. I think it would benefit everybody to know their giving and receiving and their partners giving and receiving. Yes. It's, it's huge. It's really huge. You want to be, obviously it's great if you can be the same. I'm glad my husband and I have one in common, <laughs> you know, but if we didn't know that about each other and we didn't learn each other's, then, you know, I don't think we would feel loved. And it's just, it's critically important. I think a lot of people are aware now about love languages and they're so accurate. It's, it's really amazing. So yours expressing is, is the gifts. The gifts. Yeah. And then the receiving is words of affirmation. Yeah. I think also women tend to have words more often and men tend to have acts of service more often. Like it's, it's interesting to see. I I see that pattern come up like and men are often more like action oriented and women are more words like when it comes to relationships but that's not saying that's everyone but I've just noticed that a lot I've noticed that as well the other one I guess we're leaving out is time quality time yeah so quality time physical touch words of affirmation acts of service quality time I know and get oh gifts and gifts is that all of them I think there's five yeah so gifts time Acts of service, words of affirmation, and, and touch. Yeah. Which my like anti one, are any of those anti ones for you? Because like I don't like touch. I'm not big on gifts. <laughs> I don't like it. I always tell Pete, don't buy me anything, just write me something. But, you know, of course, if he gives me a gift, I'm like, okay, that's, that's really nice. But I, I'm like the person who's like, let's not do gifts this year, guys. <laughs> okay. So you're like my mom. And I'm like, wait a minute. When you said that, I was laughing. Like every year I'm like, I'm like, I think my mom is actually maybe gifts, gifts too. So every year I'm like, can we not do gifts this year? And my mom's like, no. <laughs> And my brother also, right? So yeah, I don't usually win. I've never won that. that we always end up doing gifts. And it, it's fine. Like once I get into it, I'm like, okay, this is fun. But I have moments where I get, I feel like it's being in like pushed on us. Like you have to give gifts to your loved ones or you don't love them. Like I get this like feeling like this commercialization of the holiday that I don't like. You know, I'd, I'd rather just give a gift because I saw something spontaneously and it made me think of that person. But, you know, once you get into it, you're like, okay, it's fun. And and it definitely would feel really weird a Christmas morning to like not open anything or, or do anything. So the last few years I've asked for donations to things because that like feels like a more, a less commercialized gift. Hi friends. So I'm sort of haunted by clothes. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that I love wearing all the new clothes all the time. And I know that that is not really sustainable and not good for the planet. That's why I am thrilled that there is now a way to get all of the clothes with none of the waste. And I'm going to tell you how you can get unlimited clothes with no waste for a month for free. That's right, I now have a website for both myself and you guys where you can get free unlimited clothes with free shipping, free exchanges, nonstop from all of the hottest brands, and it is so incredibly easy. It's called MelanieAvalon'sCloset.com. We have so many incredible brands, including my favorites like BCBG, Calvin Klein, and so many more. Think like 100 brands. There are so many options. And the way it works is when you get a subscription, 
You search through the clothes, pick what you want. They send it to you with fast, easy shipping. You wear it as long as you want. And then when you're ready for more clothes, you just drop it off in their prepackaged envelope and get your next round. It is so incredibly cool. They have multiple plans. The starter plan gives you two pieces at a time. Friends, I actually have a little secret hacked. Don't tell them that I told you this. When you get your two pieces, you can actually immediately go into your account, click return, and they'll go ahead and send you the next two pieces. So technically, you can have four pieces at a time. You also have a cool virtual closet that you can keep stocked with everything you eventually want to order so you never miss out. And if you really like something and want to keep it, you can opt to buy it at a massively discounted price. Friends, I'm obsessed. This is finally the answer to wearing all the clothes all the time with none of the waste. Oh, and of course, one of my major reservations was the cleaning compounds that they use on the clothes because yes, it is dry cleaning, which normally makes me nervous and they don't say this on the website. So I reached out to them and I was like, hey, what's going on with the cleaning? What do you guys use? Because I can't promote this if it's just normal dry cleaning. And thankfully, they let me know that they do not use any detergents, fabric softeners, or chemicals that are harsh. Everything is professionally dry cleaned or laundered with detergents that are free from dyes and scents. It's all gentle and it uses low temperature cycles. So yes, we are good on that front as well. It is the coolest thing ever. And you can try it free for a month. Yes, completely free. Just go to melanieavalonscloset.com to sign up. Free clothes for a month. After that, their plans are super affordable. We're talking honestly, an entire month is less than the cost of typically what would be the cost of one dress. And I am not kidding. That's right. Unlimited clothes for less than the cost of one outfit. I'm just so thrilled to bring this resource to you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys think. So again, get free unlimited clothes for a month at MelanieAvalonsCloset.com. That's MelanieAvalonsCloset.com for all of the clothes, none of the waste. And definitely share your pictures and tag me on Instagram because I want to see all the fabulous things that you guys are wearing. That's MelanieAvalonsCloset.com. My experience of it is it's the way I show the way I can show love because it's like I have to really know the person and then I like take the time to think about like what would they like what is like perfect for them so it's like me it's kind of like it's not an act of service but it's me like doing this thing to like show how much I like care about you and want to like give you this thing that represents that in a way I totally get it it totally makes sense so my mom though gives really good gifts she goes yeah she she finds stuff like like so unique and special. I'm like, where did that come from? So yeah, she's sweet. Well, on that note, shall we answer some listener questions? Yes, I would love to. Okie dokie. Would you like to read the first question from Lori? So Lori on Facebook asks, could you take a deep dive into the data that can be gained by smart skills. I have a GE fit profile and I really like it. I'm wondering what the healthy target ranges are for visceral fat, bone mass, muscle mass, dot, dot, dot. I have found the information fascinating. I am a 54-year-old perimenopausal woman who practices one to two 36 to 42-hour fasts a week. I have a protein-forward diet getting on average 100 grams a day. I would love to learn more. I'm interested to see if my muscle mass and my fat-free mass changes much after the fasts and if they go down. Trends over time show things are really about the same. And I think I am at a plateau. I would like to get rid of some more fat in my thighs, but my belly fat is mostly all gone. I fluctuate between mostly a four, sometimes a five on visceral fat. My bone mass isn't budging, staying at 6.2, but I never had a DEXA scan. I'm not sure what the 6.2 means or if it is low or good. I would love to hear what you can find out. All right, Lori, thank you so much for your question. And this made me remember something that we did not discuss the episode before last where we were talking about Walter Longo, which I will put a link to that episode in the show notes, which was ipodcast.com slash episode 352. I asked him about the fasting mimicking diet's effects on muscle loss. And he said in their studies, they found that like basically there was a transient muscle loss from the five day fasting mimicking diet, but it 
all came back within a day, which was interesting. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. It all came back within a day. So, so basically they were, I have to double check the, what he said exactly, but basically there wasn't any long-term muscle loss from the fasting mimicking diet. So like that super low calorie, low protein, five days that there was transient, but he said it came back after the study. And then I, like after they stopped. And so I asked him, how long did it take to come back? And he said it was like 24 hours. Do you have thoughts on that, Vanessa? Yes. I actually just released an episode on my podcast yesterday where we were talking about this because Dr. Bill Campbell, who's a physique scientist in Florida, he actually just changed his opinion on rapid fat loss protocols because he just did one in his lab. And he found that what was happening is they weren't measuring total body water and that a lot of times these studies were showing that rapid fat loss protocols were actually causing a huge loss in lean body mass, but within two weeks it would come back and it was actually water. And because our muscles store the most water in the body, and that's one of the ways that you can actually game the system if you're doing like a DEXA scan. If you chug like a gallon of water before having a body, a DEXA scan, you'll it'll look like you added 10 or 20 pounds of muscle mass. And it's because the DEXA is just measuring the dry mass. So water can conflate the lean body mass measurements. Yes. And I think so. I think that's huge. I'll have to, I'll have to, I want to fact check if he said it was 24 hours that it came back, but it was relatively short. And I, I would need to check. He made it sound like they were checking the difference between, you know, body composition, but I would need to read the actual studies, which speaks into this whole question about the scale and measuring all of these different things, because it can get so convoluted like Vanessa was just saying, especially because of the role of water. So the way these smart scales work, they use something called bioelectrical impedance analysis, or it's also called bioimpedance analysis, BIA. And basically what it does is you have your feet on the scale. It puts a current, a a not harmful current, but if you have a pacemaker, they do recommend that you you know, speak to a doctor or it could interfere with pacemakers. The current runs up one leg through your torso and then down the other leg. And then because of the way this electrical current travels through water versus fatty tissue versus muscle, it guesstimates, it guesses based on the level of resistance, how much water, fat, and muscle you have. And they're just... (laughs) So many potential issues here. So basically, I did find a study. It was 2021. It was called Accuracy of Smart Scales on Weight and Body Composition, an observational study. It did not look at the scale that Lori was using, the GE Fit Profile, but all these scales are essentially using the same technology. And so they looked at three scales. They looked at the the Body Partner by Tefal, the Diet Pack by Torellion, and the Body Cardio by Nokia Withings. They found that all of the scales, oh, and then they compared, basically they did the, they weighed the people and they compared it to DEXA scan, which I have comments on DEXA as well. They found that all of them were accurate for weight. So just your basic weight were accurate. However, fat and muscle were not accurate, (laughs) like at all. So fat mass was off, and this is in kilograms, but was off by between 2.2 to 3.7 pounds and the negative. So basically it said that they weighed, they had less fat than they did. So it was underestimated. And then for muscle mass, it was off by 4.5 pounds. So in the positive, negative 6.6 pounds. So negative saying they had less than they did and four pounds. So saying they had more than they did. So all over the place. (laughs) And their conclusion was that this technology and smart skills is not accurate for determining muscle and fat, but the scales, you know, are probably accurate for weight, like just weight. And so a lot of factors, and there are a lot of reasons for that. 
there's a lot of factors that can influence just the system. So your body setup, your feet, where your feet are are on the scale, whether you're standing up straight or not. The current isn't even like measuring upper body. So it's kind of extrapolating from there. It's just not. And in her question says that it's measuring visceral fat specifically. I have no idea how it thinks it's figuring that out. Like <laughs> that's something that um I don't think even DEXA shows that. <laughs> you would have to have an ultrasound. Yeah. So that, no, it's, it, no. Um, and then bone mass, again, I don't know how it would be determining that. And something that's interesting. So DEXA scan is what is used for bone mass, but I talked with Gabrielle Lyon about using DEXA for muscle. She doesn't even think that it DEXA is super valid for measuring muscle mass. She recommends deuterated creatine. Yeah. Which you, you ingest, I guess. And then measure after. Yeah. She says DEXA, I'm just quoting from the transcript that I had with her. She says, it's not a direct measure of skeletal muscle mass. It's an extrapolation. It's directly measuring body fat and it is looking at bone. The rest is extrapolated. So if we're comparing this to the scale, for example, so scale is basically getting your weight and then the smart scales, getting your weight and then using this current to kind of guess at things based on a level of resistance, but it's just not accurate, probably, compared to DEXA, which is accurate for body fat. So it is actually giving you body fat. It is actually giving you bone. But then the muscle mass, it's extrapolating. It's not actually measuring muscle mass. And that goes back to what Vanessa was saying, like the amount of water you have, your hydration levels can all affect that. So she says that the way of the future is deuterated creatine, which is actually tagging skeletal muscle, looking at the creatine, because creatine is found in skeletal muscle. And then that's you know going to be the way to really get an accurate picture of muscle. So all of that to say, Lori, I wouldn't make any recommendations about the scale because you just can't know if it's accurate. I wouldn't look at it. What are your thoughts, Vanessa? So my, I love everything that you shared about it. I am not a big fan of these kinds of scales because I just don't think the technology is there yet. I think they can be used for trends. And some people, like I know physique competitors will use them to assess their body fat at home and they'll look at the trends. But I do think, as you said, they could be accurate for weight. In terms of body composition, I'm a big fan of DEXA body scans. They are the gold standard of what we have now. And I know what we were talking about with the D3 creatine, it's coming. It's just not there yet. And I would be interested to try it for sure myself and, you know, potentially recommend it if it's, if it's something that turns out great. I was actually talking to Dr. Bill Campbell about this yesterday or on the episode that came out yesterday because, you know, I was asking him about these different methodologies. So they have a physique lab and mostly what they study is, is fat loss. And so they use ultrasound often for that even, which is like they have one in their lab, which is amazing. He loves DEXA. Like he thinks it's it's fantastic. And I, I agree with him. I know it can be manipulated, but for the most part, I do think it gives us the best picture out of the options that we currently have. <laughs> and I'm sure better options are coming, but I found it to be very accurate when I myself go for scans, when I recommend scans to other people. And it can even show you, you know, where your fat is, you know, where you carry it, you know, exactly how much you have in different parts of your body. You can learn exactly how much pounds of fat, fat mass you have on your body. You can also, you know, learn your resting metabolic rate from it and your bone density. So I have no idea how a smart scale is purporting to be able to analyze bone density or visceral fat. Like that's just not possible. So I wouldn't put much weight on that at all. I would just use it for trends Possibly with your body fat, you could look at, you know, what the trends are. Does it look like it's going up or going down? And I do think the technology is coming. I've seen some different models of this on the at-home smart scales where they basically would have these like wands that surround you and scan your body. 
No. So that is like more like a DEXA, right? That that makes sense to me that it could give you accurate information in your home. But in terms of like even bioimpedance, air displacement, the bod pods, I'm not as much a big fan of those. But Dr. Campbell says if you're using one method, whatever it is, just make sure you control the conditions and use the same method when you're doing the before and afters. So yeah, I unfortunately I just don't think that any at-home skills right now have the technology that that'll really give you the accuracy. And even with the the DEXA, I think it can be important to make sure that you go in in the same sort of conditions when you when you get it because the water can influence that a little bit as well, like with the muscle specifically. Yeah, and a nice thing about DEXA as well is it's pretty low on the EMF or sorry on the um, radiation exposure compared to you know, other potential things. So I think that information gained from it is very valuable. That's great to know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not minimal. I mean, it's not, you know, non-existent, but it is relatively low. Shall we answer one more question? Yes, I would love to. All right. So, yes. So we have a question from Leslie, also from Facebook, about does NMN NMN break your fast? And I I have a lot of thoughts on this, but Vanessa, do you, have you played around with NMN? So I have some in my fridge and I haven't actually taken it yet, probably partly because I'm pregnant, but also because it's really hard to know how effective NMN is, you know, because we'll never really have the data in humans, you know, to see whether or not it really does affect our longevity. But I do have some, but I do not believe it breaks the fast. What about you? Yes. So if it's pure NMN, I don't, it shouldn't break the fast. I'll be curious how it goes in the future because it's in a gray zone right now with the FDA in the US as of this recording. I was actually going to release an NMN and then it became a whole thing, which is, and I, I think the reasoning behind it is because pharmaceutical companies potentially want to, you know, patent it, <sighs> which I will not go on that soapbox. But in any case, no, it should not break your fast. I do take a pure powder form of it at present. I will say that, so NMN, just briefly, it's a precursor, stands for nicotinamide mononucleotide. It's a precursor to NAD, which is a master coenzyme in our body involved in all of our metabolic processes, so important for health, and it gets depleted with things like aging and stress and sickness and boosting your NAD levels can be really good for health and longevity and since NMN is a precursor to NAD, that's why people take it. You can also get NAD straight as an IV or an intramuscular injection. I was doing those for a while. There needs to be more research, but theoretically, I'm pretty, I find the, the studies pretty compelling. And I have some good friends in the sphere who believe in it a lot, like James Clement, who I really love. The thing about those is, your mileage may vary, but um, for me, they A, they're very expensive, and B, they always make me feel a little bit sick, which is like, it's like a lot of money to spend to not feel very well, but it's temporary. It's only like 10 minutes that you don't feel well, but for me, I do not feel well after those injections, even though I know the long-term benefits are probably there. I did get really excited recently because I found a new brand that makes NAD patches, and I am obsessed. So out of all the options, like the NMN, the NR, which is another precursor to NAD, the IVs, the injections. My favorite now is the NAD patches. Friends, this is changing my life because it gives you the access to putting NAD into your bloodstream, but it's transdermal and you have it at home. I made a video recently on Instagram about how to put on the patches because you have to like activate the NAD and you pour it on this patch and there's like saline solution. It's like a whole thing. It's easy to do once you learn how to do it. They last for 14 hours and then you can just have them at home and use them when you need. So like I'm basically, cause I usually go out once a week. So I'm kind of using them once a week, the day after going out to, you know, boost my NAD levels after a night out on the town. So, um, I love them. They're called ion layer. And if you go to melanieavalon.com slash ion layer and use the code Melanie Avalon, you get $100 off, which is crazy. So that's melanieavalon.com slash ion layer with the code melanieavalon for $100 off. But yes, to recap, NMN should not break your fast. NR should not break your fast. 
I like supporting NAD levels and my favorite now are NAD patches. Okay. Anything from you, Vanessa, before we uh, wrap up this episode? I had so much fun with you. I love the questions as always. Keep them coming and I can't wait for the next one. Me too. I had so, so much fun. For listeners, if you'd like to submit your own questions to the show, you can directly email questions at ifpodcast.com or you can go to ifpodcast.com and you can submit questions there. These show notes will have links to everything that we talked about, like those studies, and those will be at ifpodcast.com slash episode 355. And you can get all the stuff that we like at ifpodcast.com slash stuff we like. And you can follow us on Instagram. We are I have podcast. I'm Melanie Avalon. Vanessa's ketogenic girl. And I think that's all the things. Anything from you, Vanessa, before we go? I just had so much fun. Yeah, just love getting to talk about all these topics with you. And I can't wait for the next episode. Likewise, I will talk to you in the future. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Please remember, everything we discussed on this show does not constitute medical advice and no patient-doctor relationship is formed. If you enjoyed the show, please consider writing a review on iTunes. We couldn't do this without our amazing team. Administration by Sharon Merriman, editing by Podcast Doctors, show notes and artwork by Brianna Joyner, and original theme composed by Leland Cox and recomposed by Steve Saunders. See you next week.